Welcome to Holistic Soundbites, the podcast to feed your craving for learning. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Holistic Soundbites. My name is Ryan, and do we have a treat for you? Today, we'd like to offer up the first of three courses. Appetizer, mains, and dessert, you ask? Not really. This series is called By Youth, For Youth. In essence, we've been privileged to mentor three students as they undergo an immersive work experience with us. This series aims to give them a platform for their voice, to speak about the topics that they feel passionate about. First up for starters, we'd like to welcome Joey. She's a freshman in university and has picked a topic that she felt compelled and challenged to speak about. Have you ever wondered how a topic as divisive as racism could actually be used as a motivator and driver for learning and growth? Well, sit back, relax, and join us in envisioning empathy. By youth, for youth. everyone, I'm Joey, and first of all, welcome to the Holistic Soundbite series. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me, and I hope that all of you are staying safe amidst this crazily overwhelming period. Today, I'll be sharing about a recent movement that has been weighing on my mind, the Black Lives Matter movement. As someone who has always been rather apolitical, I have never paid much heed to movements, mainly because my introverted peacemaker anagram type self could not imagine myself advocating for a large cause and having to face multiple confrontations in the process. But something about the Black Lives Matter movement stood out for me. I was thoroughly intrigued by the complex nature of the discourse regarding the movement itself. I was amazed at how there were people lambasting the actions of protesters and rioters, and yet there were also others who did the exact opposite by defending them and pointing out that we, as outsiders, do not have the right to criticise them. Above all, the Black Lives Matter movement served as a major turning point for me. It made me realise the sheer importance of empathy in bridging divides. And this empathy is what we, as leaders of the future, sorely need in promoting inclusivity and equality in this world across various institutions. To be honest, I had never thought much about empathy until this movement began. I simply thought of empathy as a trait that I would display when a friend felt trouble over schoolwork or unpleasant life happenings. And through comforting my friends by telling them that I understood what they were feeling and going through, I thought I had fully grasped the essence of empathy and was being an empath. However, that changed when I came across the Black Lives Matter movement. Initially, I found myself condemning the rioters' actions of burning police stations and local businesses and was perplexed as to why some were defending their violent and destructive actions. But I came to a rude awakening when I chanced upon a poem on Instagram one day that made me feel extremely guilty. While I can no longer remember the name of the poet who crafted it, I will never forget the poem's eye-opening message that if I were in the protesters' shoes, I will also be burning buildings so as to capture the attention of politicians and implore for change to be enacted. It was this exact message that made me realise that all the while, I was not practising empathy towards the protesters at all. Rather, I was solely viewing the situation from a relative position of privilege and with my strong bias against violence. 
And I hope that all of you will not make the same mistake that I did, because it is this precise non-acknowledgement of privileges and biases that is causing us to neglect or even invalidate others' concerns. How then can we strive to serve as impartial and equal leaders in our fields who aim to listen to every voice and every story? How then can we build a world devoid of injustices and grievances? I know that at this point in time, some of you might be wondering how we can seek to sidestep these biases and privileges. After all, it appears that the presence of such biases and privileges influence our worldviews, making it difficult for us to empathise with those in different positions. Fortunately, the truth is that empathy can be nurtured through practising one simple step, which is to envision. If that sounds abstract, not to worry as I will now be guiding you through it. Envision is the first E and hit step of our holistic 3E's framework to developing empathy, and rightly so because the process of envisioning and imagining requires immense thinking and self-reflection. In fact, it is exactly this process of visualising that allows us to develop empathy as we can understand others' positions and perspectives better. While having a strong imagination seems to be an innate trait that is difficult to develop over time, it is actually much easier to nurture than we think it is. Firstly, we have to understand the psychological reasoning behind the development of the power of envisioning. As per Dolph Zillman's argument regarding empathy theory, this power of envisioning is developed through observing others' experiences and drawing links between various events accordingly, which pertains to acquired and cognitive approaches. Tangentially, we can apply such an argument to our daily lives and practices and establish the habit of penning our thoughts down in a mood diary or bullet journal after the occurrence of any work event or social encounter. I know this sounds like the typical practice of writing in a diary, but here is what sets it apart. At the end of each week, review the similarities between the events that have occurred and how your ways of responding and dealing with the events has changed. Record the changes in your behaviours and reflect on whether such changes have enabled you to handle situations in a more positive, balanced manner. To take things a step further, write aspects of your response that you wish to improve on in the future and how you seek to apply them in your daily life. While this step may seem insignificant, a little certainly goes a long way, and over the long term, I hope that all of you will find yourselves being better equipped with the ability to foresee what might happen in various situations and understand others' viewpoints and positions adequately. Most importantly, I hope that all of you will find the courage to check your privileges and biases and not let them influence you when leading in various arenas. Hopefully, we can then build a world filled with understanding, compassion, and most importantly, empathy. So. That's all I have for you today, and once again, thank you for listening in. If you wish to hear more about the interesting holistic 3E framework and empathy itself, do tune in to my webinar next Wednesday on the 24th of June from 10.30 to 11.30am Singapore time. Hope to see you guys there, and until then, stay safe. Thank you. Perfect.